Okay, let's get into our discussion at Parshas Matos, Tavshin Pei Beis. Again, today's shir is the Rufu Shalema, my mother, Chana Sara Bas Malka. She should have a Rufu Shalema, Yeshuos V'Nechamos Bekarov. Okay, Parshas Matos, Tavshin Pei Beis. Uh, we start off, why Parshas Matos? Why is it called Parshas Matos? Because at the beginning of the Parsha, we have the uh, Pasuk. And again, this Parsha is uh, uh, separate in Eretz Yisrael, but Matos Masse will get everybody back together. So in Chuzlarez, they'll be able to listen to two separate shira, but here in Eretz Yisrael, it's uh, just Matos. Rashi Matos, Hashem speaks to the Rashi Matos, the head of the Shvatim. And Rashi already quotes, Chalach Kavod L'Nesiyim, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave Kavod to the Nesiyim in this context, to first teach them, and then to all of Bnei Yisrael. First, the Rashi Matos. Uh, the Nesim received the, this uh, section of the Torah, and then Bnei Yisrael. And how do we know the other Dibros? And after that, after that, Moshe does it for for them. The question is, we could ask a similar question to what Chazal asked. Uh, in the beginning of Parshas Bahar, of Ma'anyin Shmita Eitz al Harsinai. Dafka Shmita uh, is brought as the example of just like Shmita said at Harsinai, so too Kalatarakula. <coughs> Prateh Vadiktu Keha, Klaleha Uprateh are said at Harsinai. So too, we might ask, Rashi uh, Amatos, Dafka, this message is given by the Parsha of Nidarim. So why Dafka, by the Parsha of Nidarim, do we have the Rashi Hamatos mentioned? And then we have Zehadavar Shatziv Hashem, this is what you should say. That we've spoken about in the past, why Zehadavar is mentioned, Dafka by uh, Nidarim, <coughs> the beautiful thought of Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, based on the Rashi, that Moshe Rabbeinu is not just Komar Hashem, but Zehadavar, the clarity uh, that was needed uh, to understand the uniqueness of the Nevu of Moshe Rabbeinu. But why Dafka here, Banadarim, what is the connection of, 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 the, of the Rashi Amatos, the Nesim, to Nadarim? Says the uh, Avne Alzel, quoted here in the <coughs> Mayana Shal Torah. Why does it say it here? Shekane. Matam Yocho Chomim Lahatur Neder. What is the whole basis of the idea that a Chacham could be Oker a Neder? Ula Hatur Neder, Ula Akro, Mila Mafreya, Kiilu Lohaya. That a Chacham could come and undo a Neder. Says the Klayakar, because, he quotes, Bishim Shachayav, a Yom Yomim, Umaisav, Shakalam, Yisrael, because all of our day to day activities, Sri Chimlios, Misudarim, Alpidaita, Vertan of Shachachmi, a Torah, the Chachamim, are those that guide everything we do. Right? The, our lives would look so different if they were just Dinan Daraisa, right? Dinan Darabanan. What davening and brachas and, and so much of what we do in our day to day activities throughout the day have to do with the Rabbanan. How many Mrs. Daraisa do we do every day? Okay, we do some. We do tefillin, we do tzitzis, birchas uh, ha-Torah maybe, learning Torah, but uh, so much of what we do. Uh, is based on what the Rabbanan uh, told us. And they say to us, Whoever makes a neder basically is doing it. The neder, the one who takes a vow, has in mind, right, just like the Chazal say, call Hanoderes by a wife, so so to here, call Hanoder, everyone amongst Am Yisrael, Al Das Chachamim Heim Nodrim. Harei Kol Inyan Ataras Adar Mevutsas Al Yisod Emunus Chachamim. Van Hagas Chachamim. The whole idea of Ataras Adar and a Chacham uprooting and uh, nullifying a Neder is based on 
Emunas uh, Chachamim, based on Das Torah. And that's why Dafka, Rashi Hamatos, the leaders of our generation, that's what's allu- they are Dafka alluded to by Nadarim, because that's the whole basis of the Parsha of Nadarim. And then says the Ev Avne Azel, Af im even if somebody's doing a mitzvah, bringing a karban. It's not done based on what the Rabbanon tell us and the parameters they create. Then it's just like the Chet Egel, which according to many Rishonim was Avodas Hashem, but crooked Avodas Hashem. Right, it'll be a Shchutaychutz if it's not done within the parameters of what the Torah Shavachsav and Torah Shavalpeh Tell us, and that's why we have uh, in Chazal we have the Gzereshav of Zehadavar by Nedarim and by Shchutechutz. Right, Rashi quotes it here. Any action, any activity that is not within the world of Rashi Amatos, then Hashem. So that's why the Rabbanon are the ones more than maybe other areas of Alacha. They they guide uh, and they are needed for for um, for Hatara Sadar. And a similar thought related to that uh, is mentioned in the next source of the Lech of Alibov, Rab Avram Shor. Again, why is it alluded to here? And he even asked the word mate is is uh, uh, unusual. It's rare, right? We have various words to mean shevet, as the word shevet. Word shevet means shevet, and the word mate means shevet. Why dafka is the word mate? Used here, so says the he goes to Chassam Sofer, who quotes the first uh, idea, uh, which is the same as we said before. But then he says maybe this could also help us explain the story in Tanakh, which is brought also Rashi and Tosfos and Tainus on Davdalit. There the Gemara talks about Yiftach. Remember the Gemara there says there were three people that made unusual requests. Two of them got a positive answer, and one of them got not a positive answer. We have Eliezer, Evan Avraham. We have Shaul. Um, who both asked uh, regarding giving, the Tanai was giving their, giving somebody's uh, hand in marriage, right? Uh, Shal Hamela says, whoever fells Goliath will win my daughter's hand, Eliezer, Ebed Abraham, uh, looking for a wife for Yitzchak, and they both received positive answers. And then Yiftach, whatever comes out of my house, first, I will give us a carbon if Hashem helps me win this war. So his daughter came out first, and that was not something that was positive. So the Medrash says, Hatsari and Begillat Imrofein Sham Klomar, Lahatir Nidro Liyiftach. Right, Yiftach made a nether. So he could have gotten out of the nether. Right, Hatar Sadarim, Fahavi Pinchas. Why didn't Yiftach go to Pinchas to be Matur Nether? Pinchas was the God Lador. Elamitoch Gasas Rucho, because of his arrogance. Right. Many of the Shoftim are intriguing personalities. There are positives and not all positives. Right? We have Shimshon, we have Yiftach, uh, we have another other ones that are, are more clear, Mayod Ayod Ben Geira and uh, and the uh, the earlier the earlier ones uh, that that are are, are totally uh, positive. The first one, Asniel Ben Kanaz, uh, but let's say Shimshon and Yiftach. Uh, two, two of the examples, they're unusual because they were shoftim and they, they did great things for Klai Yisrael, but there are also some um, issues that come up with them. And here's one of them. By Yiftach, Chazal say, why didn't he go to Pinchas? He could have gotten his uh, nether 
Hutar. Uh, again, Machlokas, we've shown him Eben Ezra and the Ramban at the end of Parsha Sefer Vayikra about what actually happened. Well, did he actually kill his daughter or did she just go uh, into the forest and stay there forever and never get married? But either way, Mitogasas Rucha Omar Lo Eleches Lo Shani Shofet Vinagin. I'm the Shofet. Yavo Etzli, let Pinchas come to me. He's heard about what I need. Let him come to me. And Pinchas said, no, no, no. I'm the God of Lador. Lacey Gabay. He's the one that needs me. So kind of like the Babakama, whoever has a pain should, should go to the doctor. So here, he's got the pain, he should go. Shahisi Shore Umatir Hanader. Upoterosa, I could uh, I could uh, get rid of his nether. And what happens? Neither of them got up. Ulubasov ne and shu shnehem. And they both were punished. Yiftach ne anash. Yiftach was punished. Shenaflu Evar of Kodemisa. Chazal say that his limbs he became like a mukhashkin. His limbs started falling off before he died. Kitachsev, as it says that he covered Ba'ari Gilad, he was buried in the cities of Gilad. And Chazal Darshan, what do you mean he's buried in the cities? You're buried in a city. What do you mean the cities of Gilad? So Chazal take that as a remez, um, relating to his limbs falling off in different places. And it's also one of the important makaris regarding burial of limbs uh, in terms of Achiv Kfura. Earlier Hashem was with him, but not, and not always. So again, they were both punished. So he quotes from the base Yisrael in the name of Chazal Yarim. Why didn't Pinchas go? Pinchas was the gondolador. Wouldn't that, that uh, Pinchas knew that this was going to lead to tragedy? It's okay, Yiftach was the intriguing figure, but Pinchas? Rachmashi Yeshbi Yecholos Chacham says the Chedushi Arim, no, no, no. Maybe Pinchas thought to himself, it's not going to help if I go. Because, as we have spoken about, what is the basis of the idea of Hatar Sadarim? Right? How could that be? Right? Where does it come from? It comes from the feeling of fealty and recognizing that the chacham is above me. That's where Hatar, the power comes from. It comes from the Rashi Amatos and the the uh, belief in the Rashi Amatos. That's why the chacham could be a bailim on the. Uh, on the net there, because they have that um, outlook. The Chassam Sofer even says that's the Hemshach Absukim. Lo yachel dvaro kachol hayotzi mipiv yase. He shall not desecrate his words. Whatever comes out of his mouth yase. What does that mean? Ki yahava mina kamo bal yachol hafer nidre ishto vab nidre bitok shina. Just like a father and a husband can be mefer. Mishod to call no deres adas bailov yavia he no deres because the daughter, the wife have in mind, deep down, they're doing this with only with the consent of the husband or the father, respectively. We could have said, the Chacham could also. You won't need any excuse. The Chacham could just come and say, finished, right? The husband, the, the father, they don't need to, to go and, and hear any type of explanation from the daughter or the, or the wife. So you might have thought the same thing when it comes to the Rashi Amatos. So says the Torah, Says the Chassam Sofer, Lo yachel dvaros shel ish l'asos ochulin v'lipesach v'afara. Read into the Pesukim a little bit. The Chacham can't, right? You have to follow what, what comes out of his mouth unless he comes, unless he comes to the Chacham and is mevatel u'machniyah himself. And therefore, if Yiftach didn't go to Pinchas, so Pinchas was thinking that the whole the whole halach, the basis of the halacha doesn't doesn't work because he's not being machniyah himself. So he needed. To get him to be machnia, lo ratzal lelech lepinchas. 
Oz, E. Afshal of Pinchas, Latir Nidro. So if Yifa didn't want to go to Pinchas, then Pinchas can't be Matan the Nether. Heyos Vacholin Yina Heter, Banuyalachnava, Bitol, Elachacha. I, so then you ask the question, so why was Pinchas punished? If Pinchas did the right thing, so to speak. So the basis all explains no. Because maybe Pinchas could have convinced him when he went. And if he would have been in his presence, by being there, he could have been on him. And then he could have been matir, the neder, in that way. And that is why, now getting back, he quotes from the Chassam Sofer, the Hakdama to this section, Rashi Hamatos. Why? Only if you have that measure of hachna and that mentality that I'm not in charge. I listen to the koach of the Rabbanan and the leaders. What's a matab? Lahatos is to bend over. To bend over, to lean. Right? Note. Achei rabim lahatos. You lean after the majority. Sinin matos mora al hachna. Shemate rosha umachnia atzmo. I lit turn my head. I humble myself, and that's why Dafka in this section of Hatoras Nedarim, Rashi Hamatos, Rashi Hamatos. Right? We have to recognize that uh, the Chachamim are in charge. Right? Remember, this is how Rav Salvechik explained the Chait of Korach, what he called the Common Sense Rebellion. I know more than the rabbis. I know more than than the Minhage Yisrael. You know, I can figure out what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants for me better than they can. Better than they can. The answer is, Dach Kaddish Baruch Hu, you know, set into place and the, and the, the leaders and Chazal laid down the, the uh, laws. And all the laws could be applied. Every single new situation in life, um, we could use the Yisodos that Moshe Rabbeinu gave us uh, and expanded upon by the Torah Shvalpeb <laughs> into these situations. They all can be expanded, as Rav Salvechik said. We just have to be machadesh in terms of our applications to make sure that we're not mishana but we could be mechadesh. That was Rav Salvechik's chiluk, and that's what we could do, but we have to have that attitude that everything is in the Torah. Hafochba v'hafochba t'kulaba, we recognize that it's all in there, it's all just waiting to be uncovered. And that is Rashi Hamatos and the word Mate and all that that implies. Okay. One more thought related to Nidara. One more thought. If you look in the um, Rashi, so Rashi quotes, Ishki yidur nedor l'ashem, o yishav ha-shvua, lo yachel dvaro, right, all the Masechah Zadar, Masechah Shvuas, ba yachel. Lo yachel dvaro, kechol ha-yasemi piv, yaseh, everything that goes out of his mouth, yaseh, he shall fulfill. Lo yachel dvaro, kimo, lo yechalel dvaro, lo yaseh dvaro chulin, don't make his words chulin. Says, Rav Mordechai Eliyahu, on this Pasuk, Nedarim teach us, again, an obvious point, but we'll see it through his eyes. This year, Nedarim teach us, the power of speech. Power of speech. The parsha zu nilmadas kocho shel hadibur. Hadibur hino kochashu viyakar. It's so powerful. We could create mitzvos and averos. With our power. You think that it's only from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's the mitzvah. Nidarim gives us that power. Not that, not that it's a good thing to do. Right? We, uh, we know. Better the Gemara says tov Right, it's better for us not to make the nadarm in the first place. But the idea of nadarm show us the power that we have. Hashem Hashem even created the world through dibur. 
Bitvar Hashem Shamayim Nasu. Hashem Bares Olam Abdibur. We can create a world through our dibur. Ayish koach gadol b'dibur shel kedusha. Omida chalila b'dibur amachula. But we could we could do amazing things with our dibur. Lo yachel dvaro. We have to make sure that we're not machalel. We don't create dvarim chulin. Right? Dvarim chulin. Hosifu hamafarshim. He even quotes this from the chida in the name of Rav Chaim Vital. Sheish bepasak azek gam haftacha. Im lo yachel dvaro. Then, if somebody is not mechalal their words, if somebody is always honest, and somebody fulfills their words, and though they, they don't uh, try to you know, create certain realities that they can't fulfill, whether in the world of assays or los assays, somebody is lo yachel dvaro, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will fulfill their words. Kachal hayotzi piv yasa Hashem will listen. And he quotes a fascinating... Um, Example of this, Ksubas Ayin Zayin, remember that famous Gemara? Not famous, famous if you know it, but fascinating Gemara for sure. Ksubas Ayin Zayin, where the Gemara talks about Rabbi Shua ben Levi and the Malach Hamavet, the last daf in Perak Hamadir, the last Amud, where Rabbi Shua ben Levi uh, confronts the Malach Hamavet, and the Malach Hamavet uh, says, you know, it's time, and then Rabbi Shua ben Levi says, could you please show me first my place in Gan Eden? So he says, sure. So he says, can I please hold your knife? He asked the Malcham Abbas, I'm a little nervous if, if on the way we're going, maybe, I'll, maybe you'll get, uh, something will happen and you'll, you'll use your knife. So the Malcham Abbas gives it to Rashub and Levi. When they get there, uh, Rashub and Levi asks for a little boost to see over the walls into Gan Eden. And as the Malcham Abbas is giving him a boost, Rashub and Levi jumps to the other side, starts running and says, I swear I will never leave. I'm not coming out. The Malach Hamavis grabs the corner of his cloak. Again, there's a lot of symbolism and imagery here. But he says, no, you can't go. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says at that time, well, why don't we check if Rabbi Shua ben Levi ever violated any oath, any neder in his life. Because if he violated, if he was not even violated, if he ever undid if he ever undid, if he ever was Matur Neder or Matur Shvua, if he was ever Shoal on his Shvua, then fine, then he could be Shoal on this Shvua too. If now we have nothing, you know, we, we have no Brera. Uh, and they obviously did the research and he was never Shoal on his Neder. And the, and, uh, the Baal Chavavis at least says, you know, can I please have my knife back? He didn't want to give it. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu announces, you know, give the knife back. The world needs the Malach Hamavis too. The Malach Hamavis is also a Malach. That he does the will of of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So this is the story. But says Rabbi out of the many things that we can learn from this story, what was the one litmus test that was asked to see if you know if he's going to get what he wants, right? Lo yachel dvaro. And once we know lo yachel dvaro, then what did Hashem do? Kachol hayotzei piv yasa. Right, and then Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu followed his his ratzon. Line twenty one. Rami siperzeh shoha inyan hayachid. Obviously, that's to do with what happened because he took a shvua. But ha'inyan hayachid shahor Hakadosh Baruch Hu levarer amenas laachria b'sheela im yishar b'shem and Levi beganeden olo. What was going to be the test? He imnishal hu al shvuaso miyamav olo. If he ever was shol on a shvua, ad kedei kach gadol erko shel adibur v'chashuva. Shmiras Motsape, you realize how valuable and important it is, everything that comes out of uh, our mouth 
unbelievable. You realize the uh, the power. But we have to recognize lo yachel dvaro, lo yachel dvaro, uh, and he says uh, towards the bottom, even though shoel on a neder and a shvuah technically is mutter, minatora mutter lahatir shvuah, biyishkoch biyachachavim laasos atara biyafal pikein. But if somebody had to go to a chacham to get rid of it, it still reflects something. He's not perfect. It's not perfect. So then he's more raui, and that's what um, we learn from Bishop and Levi. And that's why the different Mordechai, Mordechai Leo ends up. We have to be so careful with what comes out of our mouth. We have to have a tremendous hashkacha. Right, we're all very careful about the hashgacha of what the food is, what we put into our mouths. We would never eat this, we would never eat that. And what about what comes out of our mouth? What type of hashgacha? Do we have a super mahadrin hashgacha on what comes out of our mouth that everybody would rely on? You know, I don't rely on this hashgacha to put into my mouth, but I rely on this hashgacha to what comes out of my mouth. I have to make sure I have super hashgacha, maybe even more, on what comes out of my mouth. To recognize the value and the importance of every word. To be careful to fulfill everything that comes out of my mouth. Okay, this takes us through the first section of the parsha, Parshas Hanidar. Let's move on now to the next section. And that is, we know the story of Midian. The war with Midian. After all the laws of Nadarim are finished, Hashem says, Hashem says to Moshe, Nikom Nikmas Bede Yisrael Midyanim. You have to take Nikama from the Midyanim, and afterwards, Moshe, that will be it uh, for your Tachlis. For your Tachlis. Right, the Ramban already says, Nigzar al Moshe Rabbeinu Shaloyavar Asayardin. Right, Moshe Rabbeinu, already at the Gzeira, Parshas Chukas. Avom Eber Layardain, Asa Komitzvah Yisrael. But Eber Layardain, he did everything. Natsach Shri Malchai Hamori Agdolim, Vachilik Es Arta Menachla. You might have thought, maybe the Rabban is alluding to, that once Moshe knew he wasn't going in, let me just give up now. Let me just stop now, let Moshe continue the job. No, Moshe continued as long as he could. As long as he was still in charge, even though he knew he wasn't going to finish. You know, often, whenever we're in a project, we'll continue as long as we, we think we're going to finish it. If we knew we weren't going to finish it, maybe we wouldn't continue. Moshe knew he wasn't going to finish it. And yet, he continued. Maybe he wanted to give Moshe the simcha of seeing the justice of HaKadosh Baruch. Moshe HaKadosh um, let's, we'll get to that Hashem in, a, in a minute. But that's what Hashem says. And Moshe says, And get uh, warriors. What we've spoken about in the past many years ago, Klayakar and the others, that Hashem says, Moshe says, turns around and says, Nikmas Hashem. Uh, Hashem is worried about the Bnei Yisrael's covet, that's why he calls it Nikmas Bnei Yisrael, and Hashemosh is worried about Akadosh Baruch Hu's covet, and that's why he calls it Nikmas Hashem. Uh, this is Midian, says the Rebbe Elia Lapian, the Leve Elio. If you look at source number four, source number four, Vayishlach Osam Moshe. 
Moshe sends them. So again, Moshe, well, let's finish the Pesukim for a second. Moshe says, get me, the, get me people. They come. Moshe says them out to the battlefield. And he says, Pinchas, as the, as the um, head of the armed forces. And they fight them. They fight them. Why did he say send Pinchas? So that same Ramban at the beginning of the section. Right? He sends, he sends Pinchas. Okay, but if you look at the Medrash, the Medrash says, Moshe, Moshe, Nikmas, Right? Moshe, Hashem says to Moshe, you go. And Moshe did not. Moshe sent others. Ella, why, why did he do that? Hashem told him to do something, and he didn't do it. He, he went and, and got others to do it. Why? He grew up in Midian. We remember, Omar, It's not appropriate for me to pain those that did me a tova. I grew up in Midian. I, I had some years in Midian. Right when he ran away, the mushal that uh, is said, the bar, the uh, pit that you drank from, don't throw in a rock. And that's what Moshe said. Moshe felt that he couldn't do anything to Midian himself. So the question is asked by various Mepharshim, how did Moshe Rabbeinu do this? Mavur Medrash, as we just learned in the Medrash, Moshe Rabbeinu be Midian. He didn't fight Midian because he was there for years, for 40 years. You can't fight the people who took care of you. What, what kind of answer is this? Hashem says, <laughs> take the revenge. He says, you, Moshe, go. The case said, Rashoi, who lishanos mitzivu yashem, vulishaleach anashim, achirim komo. How did he do this? Says Rebel of the Pian, it must be that Moshe understood that this was obvious, that this must be what Akarish Baruchu wanted, because how could he violate basic Akarasatov? Shalom demanu mikan chidish nifla. It's so clear. The idea of Akaras Atov, that Moshe Rabbeinu Hayabatuach, he was clear. It must be Hashem's not telling me to do it. Because he wouldn't tell me to do it. To go against uh, everything that uh, Midos teaches me to do. Eli Shalach Acher Bimkomo. And he says, similarly, we have. All the way at the beginning of the story, when Moshe Rabbeinu uh, is first told back on his Baruch to go take B'nai Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, what does Moshe do? Finally, he didn't want to go, he didn't want to go, but finally in Shmos, when he's convinced, he says, fine, I'm going to go. Where does he go first? He doesn't go straight. He goes to ask Rishos from Yisrael. He goes to ask Yisrael, I'm going to go now, Hashem told me to go, is it okay? What, what, what does that mean? How, how did he do that? Kate said, Messiah Moshe, let's see Hashem, what if Yisrael would have said no, then he wouldn't have gone? Says Rabbi Cheskel Levenstein, the same Yisod. Shekivan Shakar Satovu Chiv Gamur. How are you? Bechlal Derech Eretz Kadma LaTorah. It's Derech Eretz. It's Beisach Derech Eretz. Who Baruchu? Shebetzivu Yashem LaMoshe LaHotzi Yisrael Mitzrayim Nilkacha BeChesbon HaChovish Shal Moshe Litol Tchila Rishus Mi Yisrael. Right? It must be that this was taken into the into the Cheshbon. Adam Sheino Makir Tova, an Adam that's not Makir Tova too. Uh, another, 
is, is, is missing a basic Jewish trait. Right? And that's why even Chazal tell us, and the Ramban expands upon this, in Dvarim, Perach of Gimel, Why can't they marry in? So many nations out there. But Dafka, they are, are rejected. The males are rejected from marrying into the, into the Jewish people. They didn't give us basic bread and water, and they should have, because Avram Avinu, right, saved their ancestor, and they're the reason that, uh, we, um, that they, that they exist, and they didn't do that, and therefore they are rejected. And here in the Sefer Lasanik, it quotes a couple of amazing stories from the Chafetz Chaim and Rebbe Zalman. It told about the Chafetz Chaim, Shekomi Shasimo Ipan Tova. Anytime that anyone did a Tova for them, Hikir Lo Tova he recognized it the entire, his entire life. His entire life. There was a story, the Chafetz Chaim came to a certain base Hamerchatz, certain bathhouse in Radin, and there was nobody there. He started, he fainted a little bit. The Bawan, the head of the bathhouse, came and saw that, um, you know, what the Chavetz Chaim, the state that he was in, he quickly ran to save him. He helped him. And from that day, the Chavetz Chaim found every opportunity to be makar tov to that Bawan. He brought him in shul. He put him right next to him. And every yantif, he brought him to his house. He drank a lachayim with him. He gave him a kiss. He died a few years after the a few months after the chavetz chaim. But the chavetz chaim always felt somebody does me a tova. There's no end. There's no end to the thank you I feel for him. And then also a story that um, you know maybe some have have, have heard. Rabbi Zalman, Zalman, one time one of his talmidim was making a bar mitzvah for his son, for his son, and he brought the the bar mitzvah boy to get a bracha from Rabbi Zalman, the gadol adar. During the week before, he was very old at the time, and he brought him, him with love, and he was to the great surprise of the family. When the when the in the shul when he had his aliyah. Rome Rachok's Dmuso Shrivisalman. Rivisazalman was coming to the shul. He lived on the other side of town. And he was walking slowly, slowly to the Bal Simcha to give Mazotov to the Khatana Bar Mitzvah. Shalas Avianharan and the and the father asked, Rebbe, Amavalame Triacharavatmo, Lavomi Mercha Kaze, you came from so far away. Halov Anuhiganu Labetarab, we could have come. You, we would have come back if you wanted to tell us something else. Amalhem Rivisazalman. Hakaras hatov gadol ani chayev lachem. I'm chayev tremendous hakaras hatov to you. Al shehiz mantem oti l'simchas habar mitzvah shel binchem. You invited me to the bar mitzvah because you know what you did when you invited me. I realized how life goes so quickly. You were my Talmud, and now my Talmidim are making bar mitzvahs. Havri arvra tkufa kolkach kitzara. Your wedding. I remember your wedding. It wasn't so long ago, and look how time has passed. Kfar Orech Bar Mitzvah Lebano Hariyazman Over B'Mehirus Hachayim Cholfim Life Goes I have to be Mitzchazik I have to be Mitzchazik You gave me Chizik Just by coming over So it wasn't that he, They even did something B'Kavana You gave me Chizik So I need to um, I need to thank you 
And therefore, hitorarti vitchazakti al yedechem mechuyev lachem hakaras hatov gedolas. That is something that I need to do. Says Cesar v'sezalman. Cesar v'sezalman. Wow, that's a thought and that's a story that we take that we take with us. Okay, moving right along. In this war of Midian, Hashem tells Bnei Yisrael, Hashem tells Moshe to tell Bnei Yisrael to take Nekama. Nekom Nikmas Bnei Yisrael. So that, that's not usually a concept that we uh, are comfortable with. Right? We know there's an Isra Nekama. A person is not allowed to take Nekama. And yet, Hashem tells us to take Nekama. Right? Nekom Nikmas And not only does Hashem tell us to take Nekama, we know Nekama is one of the mitos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? We say in the Tehillim every Wednesday morning, Kel Nekamos Hashem, Kel Nekamos Hofia. He is a Kel Nekamos. He nasi shofin ha'aretz. Gedola Nekama, the Gemara says in Brachas. Shenida Beit Shemos. Nekama is between two Shemos of Hashem. Right? So it's something great about it. But we know losikam lositar. So, so what are we supposed to? How are we supposed to react? And what are we supposed to feel about this idea of of, uh, of nekama? What is it supposed to? Uh, how are we supposed to understand it? The type of nekama that's usher for us, and then the type of nekama that characterizes Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Simon Labanim. Says Rav Kashtiel that there's a big difference between the two, because what is the nekama? What's the ultimate purpose of the nekama of a human being? And what's the ultimate purpose of the Nakama of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And there's a very simple difference between the two. Past and future. What's the purpose? HaKadosh Baruch Hu Tava Ba'adam Chush Tzedek Amotu Mefutach. Ultimate, if we could do Nakama like HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Nakama, that would be great. That's not the Isser of Nakama, of Losikam Lositor. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into man a sense of justice a deep and developed sense of justice. When somebody does wrong to me, an inner desire of tzedek is awakened in me. It doesn't give him rest. A person is, is, feels like he's in a storm. He's, he's not... He's not calm because he has a feeling of a, of a lack of justice. And he feels that nekama. If I take revenge, somebody wronged me, if I wrong them, then ultimately that's going to that's gonna bring to justice. Hanakama nitfeses ka'asiya sedek. Right? Nekama seems tit for tat. It seems like that's what's ultimately uh, meant to be. Right? What's wrong with that? What's negative about that? The answer is because that's not ultimately what, what is going to bring the tzedek. It's a different type of tzedek. The Nekama of HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings a different type of tzedek than we usually think. Tzedek eno pitzui alma shenase ba'avar. Tzedek is not about what happened. Right? That's called scharva onesh. Scharva onesh, that's not to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not up to human beings to give scharva onesh. Scharva onesh is about the past, yes. Reward and punishment. But that's not tzedek. Tzedek is about the future. Tzedek novea meha asid. Mimasha yosef tikun vekidma latzmenu ula olam. What can I do now? 
to fix the future world, to fix the situation. Right, most people, most people think that tzedek is about what happened in the past. It's about uh, eternalizing what happened. Revenge is about the past. Somebody did something for me, and I want to, I want to pain them back, and and that's the focus, and that's what's us, sir. But the ultimate matara of tzedek is not the past. It's Sedek Sedek Tirdof, run after in the future. It's Tikun Vegula. Chusha Sedek Shalaru Tsarakli Hidamos Lutzedek Ha Eloki. To figure out what's, what's good and what's right for this person. Somebody did something wrong. To wrong them back does not mean that's the, that's the ultimate. That's going to bring Shalom. There are other things to think about how to bring Shalom and how to bring Sedek. But it's not about, it's not about hitting back. It's not about hitting back. That's Hashem Sedek, and that has to be ours too. And he quotes um, a thought from Rav Kook in the Olat Riyah. Hanakama kfi mashihi mitsuyeres etzel b'nei adam. Right, nikama, that's, that's described by people. Hatchuna sheba mitoch chulshas anefesh. It comes out of weakness. Mitoch sinna umistama. It comes out of hatred and conflict. Mitoch ketzef al dovara shenase bavar. Out of anger of something happened. Eino yecholulios mityacheses bechlal. Viachas mibedos hashalak adash baruch. That can't be a, a mit of Hashem. Out of anger, out of sinna. None of the midas of Hashem are like this. How can Hashem be called Baal al Kelna Kamos if it's Avarachamim? Alkain Srikiman Lahavin as Kotokhana Bitu Shalnakama Lahasir as Asibos Hama Afilos as Achaim Vesahavoya Bechlal to remove the darkening reasons that 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 uh, shade life and reality. Shain Simchei Haresho Priya Kachash Vahabigida. She calls Bachelor Isbarman Olam. When they are there, when there's darkness in the world, so then obviously the world is we don't see Akadash Barakhu. Hashem is the source of Or. And therefore the Nakama of Hashem brings Or and it's out of love and it's out of tikkun, out of what's supposed to be in the future. And he says, you even see, Rev Kashdiel continues, and says you even see in the in Tanakh, Nakama is linked to Simcha. Which are totally opposites. The Kama person is anger, angry, and wants to <coughs> wants to get back. But the Pasik says in Tehillim, Yismach Tzadik ki Nakam. The Tzadik is happy because he saw Nakama. What does that mean? He saw his right. We say, we say uh, right. Ben Folo Yivchal Tismach. You're not allowed to have Simcha when your enemy falls. So what does it mean when Nakama? Right. Bechol Boker. We say every morning in the Halalukas, Yalzu Chasidim Bechavod. The Chasidim should rejoice. You run along Mishkavosim. They'll sing. Romos kel begronim v'cheripifios biadam. Right, they'll be singing in their mouths. Lasos nekama bagayim when they see a kadosh baruch take nekama. So again, bin folo yivchal tismach. So it must be that it's a different type of nekama. The nekama focus on the future brings tikkun and shalva and restoration to the world. So when that happens, there's simcha. Kishe yeshno tikkun upitaron yeshno gam simcha. Atsuv laamod b'makom lolo yecholas. It's, it's sad to be stuck in the past, but Simcha is about the future. Simcha gadol yish b'yecholas lasir machshakim mehametzius, and that's what tzaddikim. After that's what we do, and that's the focus, and that's what 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks for Mechemes Midyan too. Mechemes Midyan is not about just revenging uh, the past, but it's about building in the future and creating a world with nations that recognize the um, Hashgacha of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay. And then we have the actual fight, the actual Mechama. So what does the Pazik say? Elef Lamate, Moshe says to the Am, get uh, um, soldiers, Elf Amata, Elf Amata, a thousand per Shevet, a thousand per Shevet. Lachol, Matos Yisrael, even Shevet Levi, Rashi says, Tishlechu Latzava. So what happens? They have t- 12,000, 12,000 soldiers. Says the Medrish, Elf Lamata, Elf Latfila. Gimel Alafim, Mikal Shevet, Veshevet, Viyubez Lamachama, Viyubez Elf Latfila. So there are soldiers for davening and there's soldiers for warfare. Tsarach Biur. Quotes here in the Sefer Lasitcha Elyon, right? The the contemporary Likut. Mamakum Kamatvila. Halom Khamazwaiz Mulchemas Hashem. Shibikshem Nikom Nikmas Hashem. Khitzarklas Pala Shiaslichu. Hashem told them to do this. You have to Davin. Right? Hashem said, Go fight. So we're going to fight. What do we have to Davin for for this war? Hashem told us to do it. We have to Davin to Hashem to be successful. Hashem told us to go out there and fight. So explains again Rabbi Cheska Levenstein, who we just had before also. The Klai Yisrael knew. Fighting doesn't only mean with weapons, right? Fighting means with weapons and with words. That's the definition of fighting. Shekla Yisrael hikiru b'tzarech b'tfila she'ena rakish shetzkukim l'siyata d'shmaya. It's not just when you need siyata d'shmaya. Here you know you have siyata d'shmaya because Hashem told you to do it. El atfila hi haneshek shekla Yisrael shebemitzios v'atzlachi rak imatfila. It doesn't work without tefillah. This is any hishtabos. Right? Remember the Gemara at the end of Masechah's Nida. Habalo halo losagi. Nothing's going to work. Haslachi with children is not going to work. Osher is not going to work. Chachm is not going to work. Nothing's going to work without tefillah. So right when Kali Yisrael were told back on Baruch Hu to fight, they knew it meant in two ways. It meant with battle, and it meant with davening. Kavishim avur shekshahargu is bilam becharav. Hayazelafi. Right, Chazal say that Bilam left his and went to Hakol Kol Yaakov. He tried to use the power of words, which is not his national forte. That's our umnis. And without it, uh, we're not going to accomplish anything. And why did we need so many mispalalim? Why couldn't we just be Yotzei Zion with a couple? Explains of Chaim Shmulevitz. Shekla Yisrael heru po es ha'avana b'nechitzos ha'tfila. Shalorak shetzor ha'tfila bofan klali. El shenekenegad kolochein. That'd be a parallel. A parallel fighter and davener. Tzorach shi ya'adam shi yamo b'miyuchad b'tila ha'tzlachaso. How beautiful. A number of years ago with one of the wars that we had a fight in Gaza. How beautiful it was that specific names of chayalim were given out to Achenu B'nai Yisrael in Golos, to daven for a specific name, how powerful that is. And that word of Chayim Shmulevit says, that's what happened then. That's what happened then. K'neged kolochim yeshno mispalam miyuchad latzlachaso. Harayu roa the negenedav. He sees, he knows, he, he comes from a family, he has a name. Umeven shekal atzlachaso tuli, but he realizes how much he's responsible for. Ukshesh adam shechai b'chushes advarim. And when somebody lives like this, they realize the, the need and the immediacy of the, of the tefillah. So then it's a different experience. 
It's a different experience, and that's what happened in the in the um, in the in the war of Midian, and that's what happens. What needs to happen whenever Am Yisrael, Rahman al Islam, were called upon to fight to defend ourselves, because that's all we do. That's all we do. We're just we're not interested in Milchama. That's not our goal. Right? We're interested in the in 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 Shalva. Right? We we celebrate the day not that when we beat the people of Shushan, but when we rested from the people of Shushan. Right? And that's why the 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 Tzava in Eretz Yisrael today is called the IDF, Israeli Defense Forces. Why? Because it's defense. We'd rather not have to fight wars, clients, so we're not interested in expanding our land. We're interested in just having Eretz Yisrael, and we have to do what we have to do. But the power of tefillah, we learn from this parsha, and that is, L'kol Elef Lamate, we have soldiers, and we have Elef Lamate, daveners and prayers um, as well. Okay. Let's move on later in the parsha. We have Perak Lamed Beis, Towards the end, we get to B'nai Gad and B'nai Ruvain. The Serb B'nai Gad B'nai Ruvain, we've spoken about that a lot in the past. Remember the Mayan Beis HaShoeva, Rav Schwab, has the unbelievable pshat uh, at the end of the parsha about Novach. Um, and, uh, but we'll focus on this pasuk where we have Anachlu Nechalitz Chushim. Right? L'frei B'nai Yisrael. Right? They said the B'nai Gad B'nai Ruvain talked to Moshe Rabbeinu and then Moshe Rabbeinu gives them a whole speech a whole speech, one of the longest speeches in all of Tanakh, is given by is given by Moshe Rabbeinu, starting from Pasach. If you go, if you go and you come with us, great. If you don't do that, terrible. Right? Moshe gives them his whole long speech. And finally, in Pasach Chavhei, right, Moshe speaks for how many psukim? Pasach Chav, Chav, five psukim. Five psukim, four psukim, four, five psukim. And then they say to Moshe Rabbeinu, yes, that's our plan. Yes, that's our plan. There's a kasha. Why they, they, they knew exactly what, what, what they were going to say. And Moshe gives this whole long speech. Why did they say right away? Moshe, 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 calm down. Calm down, yes. Yes, we're going to go with you. We're not going to leave. We're not going to be like the Miraglim. We're going to go with why they wait so long and not interrupt Moshe Rabbeinu? So to answer, we have a story. The story, I might have mentioned the story in the past, but a story about the Sfas Emes, when the Sfas Emes was very young and uh, before he became the Rebbe, right, his grandfather, Chedush Harim, was the first Gera Rebbe. And, um, and in between, um, the Sfas Emes was ultimately the second Rebbe, even, he was, even though... The, the, the most famous, the, the second famous Gary Rebbe, even though he was very young at the, at the time and he was a grandson. Anyway, one night, the Sfas Emes, as a little boy, Rabbi Huda Leib, uh, stayed up very late learning Torah, all the way into the morning. And then after he stayed up to the morning and Davin, and he went back to sleep for a little while in order to get some, uh, get some rest. But early in the morning, after he was sleeping for a little while, his grandfather came into his room and sees he's sleeping. Hey, Russo, how are you sleeping? I can't believe you're still sleeping uh, at such a late hour. Get up. Serve Avodah Hashem. And Behu Deleib listened to the words of his grandfather. After he screamed at him and gave the tochacha, he told his grandfather he learned all night and he was just sleeping for a little bit now. So the grandfather says, so why don't you stop me? Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me right away? I wouldn't have been so harsh. So says the little Sfasemes. No, what happened in, with Reuben Gad and Menashe? Reuben Gad um, 
in, in our part, it was Reuben and Gud. Um, Menashe is absent. Interesting, separate question. But what happens? They didn't interrupt Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? Why didn't they just say, we're going? Because they felt if Moshe Rabbeinu was giving them a Moser Shmuz, I'm going to stop him. Let me get the Moser. Let me hear the Moser. Let me hear the Dvarim Kashim, and then I'll tell him. But if I have the opportunity to have a private Moser Shmuz from, from, from Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm not going to be Mavat to run that. And if I could have a private Moser Shmuz from my grandfather to hear words of Torah, Chalila, then I'm going to stop that. Says the Sfasemes uh, as a little boy, and that's why he did what he did. Amazing. And finally, one last thought for uh, for this week. We have the Pasik that Moshe Rabbeinu, going back to the words of Moshe, Moshe tells them that you have to go, you have to go with the rest of your brethren and v'yisem nekiyam Hashem Yisrael. Because you have to be clean in the eyes of God and in the eyes of Am Yisrael. You can be in the eyes of God, you have all the greatest kavanas. But you also have to be clean in the eyes of, of Yisrael. And this Pasuk is the basis of Halachis, the Mishnah quotes this in Um but it's the goal of life to have that balance. Whether it's but the relationship, the relationship between, um, as Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi says in the beginning of the second parak in Perk Yavos, what is the ultimate straight path that we're supposed to choose? Kalshi Tiferes Lo Seha, Tiferes Lo Adam. Anything that brings glory to those, to the Oseha, the ones that do it, because we bring glory to Hashem that way, and glory from others as well. And that's what the Baruch Sha'amar, Rebbecha Levi Epstein writes, the Efsha Lomar, Kitvar Beilashal Rebbe Matimim Lamasha Kosvim, Besifre Hamidos, Binyahanagas Adam Michlal, General, Kibachomida Shemishtam Shimba, Bachayim, Yelecha Adam, Bederach Mimutza, Lobak Savos Sheba. Not extremes. We're not extreme Adam people, not extreme Hashem people. May Hashem Umi Yisrael, there has to be a balance and a synergy and a unity between the two. If we focus more on one than on the other, then we're going to be out of kilter, even in the one that we have. We spoke about this years ago in Parshas Vayishlach, by the Gid Hanasha, the Ber Yosef talks about the Gid Hanasha, that the two legs uh, have to work together. If you remember that, uh, that, that, that thought that the, um, even if one of them, only one of them is, if somebody is, uh, is hurts their foot, and they have to limp on the other foot, and if you put pressure too much on that one foot that you still have power to, that's also going to get hurt. Right, because if you're only on one, there's a lack of there's a lack of balance, and that's what we have to do in life. Especially at this time of year, we have to focus uh, on obviously, but maybe even more so uh, on the Ben Adam at this time of year that we we try to to um, learn and inculcate within ourselves a level of Avas Yisrael that will bring us back to the base of Migdash, that will bring us back out of these three tragic weeks. And Bel Hashem bring us to weeks of Simcha and Nachas and celebrating with Achina B'nai Yisrael in Yerushalayim.